What do I want? It's a question that everyone eventually has to ask themselves. The key motivator for every action taken. The cause behind every effect. So, what do I want? I want to go to a sporting event in every major venue. I want to grow within my relationships with my friends and my family. I want the freedom to create without the fear of failure. I want to dream without being hindered by reality. I want to chase new passions, new experiences, and new goals. I want old milk to branch out of the box and try new things. I'm accomplishing some of these goals right now, and I know what I need to do to achieve the rest of them. However, the one thing you should take away from this commercial is, I want you to buy old milk merch. One thing that was apparent throughout the series was um, the lack of a playmaker for the Celtics. Played really good defensively. The most that Golden State scored in the whole series was 108 points. And you have Steph Curry, you have Klay Thompson, you have Jordan Poole, you have Andrew Wiggins. There's so many players who can who are capable of going off for 20, if not more. And the highest that they score is 108. That's an accomplishment. But on the other side of that, what I keep telling what I keep telling the chat is that. Sure, defense matters, but it doesn't matter if you can't score. So that being said, and the reason why they're not being able to, they're not able to score is because they keep giving the ball to the other team constantly and constantly and constantly. It's not a matter of them not having the ability to make shots. It's just they're not getting good shots in the first place. So I think if you put a playmaker in there, I don't know who, I, I mean, I guess the most realistic scenario would be John Wall. But if you put someone in there who can get everybody else their shots, Tatum doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Jalen Brown doesn't have to worry about creating for other players anymore. They can just both go out and score. I think that the Celtics come back. I think the Celtics have a great chance to come back. I don't think the window's closed. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I think, uh, I mean, the window's not even close to close. They're 20, like their best players are 24 and 25. Like the people being like, oh, they're never come. I'm like, okay. I think like, people, I think people, are, I think people have, um, they're comparing it to uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah. Where like we thought they would be back consistently and we thought they'd win wings, but at the same time, they never right, but they traded obvious reasons. Yeah, they moved the piece right after that finals. It's not yeah. like like no one on the Celtics, except for like smart, is really you know tradable like that. What I think is even if that playmaker that you're talking about comes off the bench, it's just at some point Tatum and Brown need to be able to take a break from running, leading that that pick and roll up top. Because even when Smart does it, Tatum's the screener, or Jalen's the screener, which, you know, you you have to be a screener. It's not like you can get out of that, but it's just someone to take that pressure off them, at least for a couple minutes, because you could see that Smart and Tatum just doing pick and roll after pick and roll after pick and roll. There's a fatigue that sets in, and those bad passes are, like, really bad. Yeah, Tatum also has to, in the paint, he has to go up strong. He has to, but even if you're tired, there's a way to seek out contact. And if you're, it's one of those things that it's almost an art where if it's obvious that you're doing it for the call, you're not going to get it. But if you're able to make it seem like, it, 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 I think refs can tell the difference between a player seeking out contact to score versus seeking out contact to get a call. 
Right. And I think it was apparent the whole series that Tatum was seeking out contact to get to the foul line. And when yeah, he got think, to the foul line, sometimes he didn't make it, which is also I think he was, he was just out of his fatigue. game. He was he was going to the rim like he did his first two seasons in the league where he was trying to get around people because he's like his just like how he's like built into his like bag or whatever. Like he can do those layups around guys, but it's like in year three and year four, like the games he's had 50 and 60, he gets 20 free throws. It's not be, you know what I mean? It's a like and it's because he's doing the hard and like where you like bring the ball real low and then come up through the arms. And it's not like, I it's mean, the, that. the game plan was just like very clear. It's like, don't, you don't need to foul Jalen and, and Tatum to slap the ball. Like even the like smallest disturbance on the ball is going to like, they're not going to be able to hold on to it, which, which it'll, it'll change. Like, like I they said, need, they're 24 and 25. They're they our need, age and a year older. They need to invest in one of these things. Exactly. Get, the grip strength do, get, the, get that grip. Cause I've never seen a play. I've never seen a group of players not be able to hold on to the ball. Like the Celtics. No, it's and, pretty wild. Yeah. And on, another thing too, that I noticed is they would get into the bonus like seven minutes and they would not take advantage of it at all, which no. I guess comes down to basketball IQ or maybe fatigue as well. But the Celtics had every chance to win that, win that series. Is basically oh yeah. The, um, but I'm coming away with that. Absolutely. But, but hey, what happened like 14 minutes after the game ended? All was restored. Oh, oh, look at look at the, the segue. Yes, we have um Drake. Hello, everybody. This is episode 309 of the cat podcast. I almost said the other podcast name again. Um, thank you for watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, all the other DSPs. We have three holidays today. First holiday. Most important holiday, at least I think, Juneteenth. Round of applause for Juneteenth. Also, round of applause for all the fathers celebrating Father's Day out there. And another holiday, which nobody knows, I didn't know until five minutes ago, but it is Taylor's birthday today. Happy birthday, Taylor. Big 24, trying to be like Kobe, just like his man, Jason Tatum. Taylor, how you doing today? How's your birthday Good. going so far? Good being in being in Warriors country when the Celtics lost the finals to the Warriors not fun. I haven't really been outside like that in a couple of days, like seeing the flags and stuff and people like whatever. Like I I went into a store two days ago and the and like the the woman behind the counter was making small talk, and I said I was from Massachusetts. She's like, oh, like, what does that mean? She's like, were you rooting for, were were you rooting for them? And I was like, yeah. For them. And she goes. She like tried to make me feel better about it, and then she started saying Stephen Curry, and I just left. Oh no! <laughs> she's like, she's like, that's Stephen Curry. I was <laughs> like, yeah. That was, okay, yeah. okay, miss. It's it's that's someone who watches Stephen Colbert. I can tell you that. That's or like, or first take. Yeah, it was like Stephen and Seath Curry, the brothers. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Um, in the what it has it been forty eight hours since the Golden State Warriors have won the championship? We've had a Drake yeah, album come like out. That. And we've had that we've had Warriors fans try to erase the legacy of Tim Duncan, um, which is also weird. So and Kevin Durant. I mean, this is the only Kev- yeah. you know that the 2022 Warriors are the only basketball team that's ever existed. Did you know they that? Are. They are. Yeah. No, that's no, crazy. It's, it's for sure. They they play themselves. They're like um yeah, facts. They're like the uh, Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Generals, whoever um I guess they be playing the Bobcats every year. I agree. The Celtics were hired actors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way they were giving the ball away, they might as well have been. That's what I'm saying. 
Um, but as Taylor alluded to, we do have a project to talk to you about. First, follow Old Milk on Instagram and Twitter on on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media. Uh, like and subscribe to the channel at some point. Check out the Old Milk Spins playlist on Spotify and YouTube, and check out all the Old Milk content on OldMilk.co. We have Drake. Honestly, I was not expecting to have to talk about Drake this soon because he what was it September that he released Certified yeah. Lover Boy, and he's back within the span of less of a year um with another project honestly never mind um probably should have said that when he was thinking about releasing certified lover boy but that's beyond the point uh 14 tracks 52 minutes long featuring the goat young savage 21 savage the one who traps so hard um (laughs) he's already additionally drake is already teasing another scary hours ep um that being said taylor what were your initial thoughts on your favorite artist of all time all right all right <laughs> no uh so first listen was interesting because i was celtics lost i was in a bad place started you know pouring cups of the rose we were we were elevating we we're elevating and from like the the album cover and like the track list he released i thought we were getting like like mob boss drake i thought we were getting like sitting in the back of the rolls royce like calling shots drake and then I started to see some rumblings about like dance album. And I was like, all right, we've been told it's going to be something different a bunch of times, but it's always like you get like the three or four. So first listen through, I was like waiting for that song. And then you get to the 21 track and it's like, all right, they gave it to us, but it's the last one. So like, like I said about second song, second listen was way more important for me this time, knowing what I was going to get. And honestly, I love this album. I've yeah. been playing it nonstop pretty much since it came out. And it's not a, like, CLB, I can, because of, like, just being a Drake fan, I can go listen to that all the time, too. And it's, like, that's a Drake album for Drake fans. And not to say this one isn't, but I love this project. I've been playing it a lot, and it's not like I'm an authority on house music or even really, like, that well-versed in it. So I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, this is great house elements. I just like the music. It's enjoyable. I think some of the songs feel a little put together in a shorter manner than some of the other ones but yeah overall like general thoughts I'm definitely like I really like this yeah no second listen for this album is very important I was just doing it before we started the show and one of my favorite it's it's definitely one of I didn't expect this from Drake at all let me let me say that he finally took a risk round of applause for artists taking risks um because the issue with certified I think the issue with certified level boy was that it was too safe and aside from knife talk as i've said this before when we when we when i've talked about it before and um i don't know if i've written about it but i've said it before like other than knife talk there is not one song on certified love boy that i want to listen to again um that being said with honestly never mind i think that this is a consistent this is a significant um jump in quality and just overall artistry from drake compared to certified lover boy um i love the fact that it's jersey club um, a little electronic, um, sometimes a little R&B-ish. I do have my issues with the project, though. Um, we'll get to those later. But overall, I do appreciate the fact that Drake is taking a chance and it's splitting the timeline in half as, as far as I've seen so far. But you, you have people belittling, belittling people because they're like, oh, just because you listen to hip hop. does it, And it's like, yeah. I don't really know what to say to that, but great, good album, might be great album. Still have to listen to it some more, but the more I listen yeah. to it, the more I enjoy it. 
Um, the production on it, just the route, is amazing. I love, I, there isn't a beat on here that I don't like. There yeah, isn't a beat exactly. on here that I tolerate. Um, I like them all. The second half of, and we'll probably get to this too, the second half of uh, Jimmy Cooks when 21 Savage comes on is probably, I'm a hip hop guy. We're, we're both hip hop guys. The best beat on the album. Yo, I'm, I'm I, wish 21, I wish 21 had been able to get in the first half though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if 21, if 20, I mean, we've seen 21 grow uh, since 2016. So if he's able to do that, it's, it's something that would still be surprising. I think any hip hop artist attempting this would be surprising in the first place, yeah. but it's not something that I would say is out of his realm to do. No. So no. that would have been interesting. 21 Savage on Sticky would have been nice because that's yeah. the only other track that's reminiscent of hip hop at all. Um, yeah. But good album. I think. I think that the issue, let me get to the issues. The issue I have with this album is I think some of the lyrics that Drake is, 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 is singing is just weird. It, it, I just can't get on board with, it, with, with, with singing along to you're dealing with me rough. I, I can't, I, I just can't do that. Um, oh, see, you're cutting, you're, you're selling yourself short, Nick. That's... <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't relate to that. Um, additionally, on falling back on, I think that he also kind of tries to make it catchier than it is. Like on falling back on me, on um, he he keeps repeating falling back on me so many times, and it's like, okay, yeah, skip that one. You can just you can just stop, and we can just enjoy the music. Um, yeah, yeah I that's, think that I just, that's a skip for me. Yeah, like I, I know I, it has a music video. I know it has the little star next to it an apple because it's one of the first three the star feels like it means something but really it's just like this is the ones people play the most and of course the first ones are going to get the most play but that's a i don't know about i mean drake is not singing like 21 22 23 year old drake when he first came in when that was his, like he was the guy who could rap and he could sing he's not singing like that anymore someone on twitter said it was because of too much hookah <laughs> but i don't <laughs> You know, I'm not, I'm not one to judge. Uh, it's interesting with this. I, I, there's no like major issue I have with this, mostly because I'm way beyond the point of like the, the, the dialogue whenever Drake does anything, music, whatever is just so exhausting at this point where he puts something out and immediately people are like, yo, this is the greatest thing ever. And immediately uh, people are like, oh, this is horrible. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. And so it's just like, I, I feel like I don't even really nitpick like that anymore because it's like talking to you or talking to someone for real is different. But like in terms of the, like the, the broader scope, no, no points of any nuance matter, really. No. It's just like, I like this or I don't. But my the issue that if I had to be like, all right, this is my issue, I think I think some of the songs just feel rushed. Yeah. And like you said, where that's where come, some of the lyrics come in. Um, where some lines or even like some of the where he's kind of just like singing it feels like it's definitely just him freestyling and like sure like is he talented enough to do that yeah but some of it I'm like it just that's not for me I like very calculated Drake even if he's not like really like you know getting into the bars and everything like I like it when there's a clear direction with his music which is why like the first half of the album, it skips every song for me. So like, I like the intro a lot, even though it's short. I like Texco Green a lot. Um, 
including oh, so she's, the she's dealing with you rough. rough. She, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm happy. I'm living good. <laughs> uh, I like Keeper. I like Sticky. Uh, whichever one is about chasing the sunsets in California. That's a nice like one. When he, I like that That's one. That's a good one. And, yeah. The back half kind of gets a little like, of course we get a we get a project from Drake that's finally just fourteen songs. Mm-hmm. Finally, the one the one we've all been asking for. Not all. We gotta stop talking about. We gotta start talking. Stop talking about length before the nigga comes out and be like deluxe. I know. Well, Six I more. Mean, yeah. No, that's what's scary. <laughs> that's what's scary. I was gonna be. It's gonna be like, oh, it's it's puzzle pieces, man, and it's always breathing and living. I'm friends with Kanye again. Do you get it? Do you get it now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, this is the. Of course, he gives us a 14, 14 song one, not twenty, not twenty. To and I'm like, I wish it was ten. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just so nice. Like people always complain about, oh, like Drake. I, we got Island Drake, we got Canadian Drake, we got Houston Drake, all in the same project. Sometimes this one is all like focused in a single direction, and it's like it's such a breath of fresh air in that way that I almost wish it was just like a tight ten. Like here are the best ones. Like I cut cut some of these, but the music is good enough where I want to hear all of it. So. Yeah, I'm. I I I'm glad that you brought up one the singing. I think that both track, both of my favorite tracks, Sticky and Jimmy Cooks, Drake is rapping on, and sometimes the sing, sometimes he's trying to get into a note that is just so clear that he does not have, and it's like, I I don't know. I think it, it's just kind of it's just. I feel like some of the beats. I would have enjoyed the songs more if it was if Drake probably had some features to get to those notes that he was trying to get to himself. Yeah. But the other thing I do want to talk about is, as you said, how this song, how this whole album is more focused. This is probably the most cohesive project from Drake that I can remember definitely in a while. I don't want to say. It's this or if you're reading this is too late. Yeah, I was I was I was trying to debate if it's if 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 you're reading this is too late was the last real cohesive, cohesive project we got from Drake. Cause I'm thinking about views and views was it was a bit of different sounds and hmm. Yeah, I think streaming. Yeah, I think if you're reading reading this is too late was probably the last cohesive album we've gotten from Drake since this one. And I a cohesion make cohesion matters in this proves it this is the reason why this is a um example of it mattering because if he gave us like five of these club songs and went back to do that certified lover boy shit i I would hate the album but the fact that we have to adjust our ears to listening to drake on these beats and towards the end you actually start enjoying it and then through the second listen when you already know what to expect you're already enjoying it um from the start is very important for replay value and Overall, I I had I did not have any hopes for this album at all, but Drake really showed up and really established himself as an artist in 2022 versus someone who's just making music for whatever reason. Like it, I, there was there was intention behind this album and I appreciate that. Yeah, it was it was being that's a good way to put it. It was being Drake the artist and not so much Drake the character. Mm-hmm. CLB was like, oh, at 2021 version of drake this is what he is and it's like all right i'm gonna give you the album that is i mean like people have said it before that drake is like aubrey graham's best acting job Mm -hmm. and that was an album that felt even though you could feel his like 
you could feel like there's there's hints of other albums in there and stuff and there's hints of his like musicality and his his talent and there's little moments where he it feels like it's just him and 40 or it feels like it's just him and you know the producer and like whatever um but this whole project feels a little bit more like all right we're making music in a real way and not so much we're making music because we're supposed to it's like no we're we're making music because we're good at what we do like the whole team is good at you know what i mean so um i think this is almost what the second half with a couple exceptions the second half of scorpion was supposed to be Mm -hmm. but one thing that's like and like i said i'm not an authority on house music the people who like heard this and were like oh that's that's edm where they're like oh island drake is back i'm like no this isn't even close to that no like he's not even he's not even doing an accent no like how you like, like, he's just, he's <laughs> like you usually it. could tell based on how he's trying to rap it's like oh he's look at uk drill drake over there got his got I the know. little color instead of color and shit i don't do things for i don't do things for resale don't do icloud don't do email like <laughs> like i just don't like i'm not i'm not gonna try to gatekeep drake he's not an artist you can gatekeep he's the biggest he's the biggest artist we have mm with you you know like it's a good it's a good album like that's yeah. it, it feels so nice to just be like yeah the music's good it doesn't have a ton of stuff like associated with it there isn't this beef with kanye and there isn't this like dark lane demo tapes came out right when the pandemic hit right so mm-hmm. it's like and then two c sliders with it so it's like there's always something attached this one was just here this is and it's similar to how if you're reading this came out but that one, even that one was a short film the night before. And then the the mixtape the day after this one was just like, I have an album coming out in five, five hours. Yeah. Like game six, of the yeah. NBA finals is tonight. And I was expecting to, I was expecting like, if it was like a more, you know, like rap album, I was fully expecting somehow like a Stephen Curry warriors bar, like somehow already, like, I thought he was like, you know, like feeling himself from his house league championship and being like, all right, let me like, let me be the first rapper to weave in a Steph Curry championship or a Golden State Warriors championship bar like four hours after the game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but it, it's just, it's just, it's refreshing to just have a good album and it's not a hip hop album. It's not supposed to be billed as that. It isn't billed as that. I mean, with the exception of the last song, it's not that and it's not categorized as that. And it's just, it seems redundant to say it. it's a breath of fresh air just to have an album to listen to for the music and not everything else. Yeah. Are you concerned with, as I, as I mentioned before, he's teasing another, he's teasing another EP, um, Scary Hours. Um, are you concerned with Drake seemingly increasing the amount that he puts out music or the, the speed that he puts out music? No, it's not really increasing. Like the last two years have been interesting since Scorpion things have slowed down a little, but it used to be like this all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said, like, all right, he's, it's not like he's 25 year old Drake coming for the throne anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, so it gets a little bit different. And I think that's why some people don't find him relatable anymore. Like the hunger that we got used to for a while, even when we were in middle and high school and people were like, Oh, like oh, Drake cries on songs. I'm never listening to him. Like, when he would like snap, there was still the, oh, all right. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So if, if scary hours is, if scary hours three, if it comes out, when it comes out, 
is like Scary Hours 2. That would be a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Because Scary Hours 1 I don't really remember plan. Scary Hours 2. That was... Uh, it was uh, Lemon Pepper Freestyle on it. The little there was baby a song. song with Lil Baby. Yeah, the only song that... It was three songs. I think we're forgetting the second one. I think the other song had two chains on it. If I'm not mistaken. No, it had it was, some, or it was, was it just, just him? It was Wants and Needs, Lemon oh, Pepper. Yeah. What's Next? And What's Next. That was it, yeah. They played that song into the ground. Right, and right, and they played exactly. They played so, that shit to the ground. That shit is. If it's like that, where it feels under. like a, uh, the the most Drake version of "Let me get these streams." I know I'm gonna occupy one, two, and three on the chart because I'm Drake. That is that feels more like playing into the "I'm Drake," you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which which is great, and that's given us a lot of enjoyable music. But at the same time, if it's like one where it has like. I mean, that was God's plan. So that was a huge song. But then it like diplomatic community where it's more just like him rapping. Mm-hmm. There's not so much of a, this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It's no, I've been doing this a long time and I'm really like, no matter what Twitter says, no matter what the chat says, like I'm good at this. And that's what, that's what I want. If it isn't that, but at the same time too, it's like, he's like, he's 35. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm not waiting on every album like I like I'm still excited like I used to be but it's like mm-hmm. the 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 whole like legacy thing when you get invested in artists and you're like all right every album is this ladder it's like feels like he's at the end of the ladder right yeah like what what's he yeah. gonna is he gonna give us a 444 uh, he, he might need to I mean if he's still on this album talking about you're dealing with me rough and all these other shit we might have it might be a decade before he's capable well and that's the thing and like Jay-Z put that out at like 50 and Drake's yeah. still like 35 so it's like yeah it's like there's a there's a lot to happen and I I just don't know if if Scary Hours 3 is like Scary Hours 2 and it feels like it, we're on the same path then it then it could be a little disappointing especially if it comes you know back to back with this but if it's another thing where it's like hey i'm a multifaceted artist i can get in this bag and like stay in it and then switch over then whatever yeah i agree um favorite songs text go green mm-hmm. keeper mm-hmm. uh sticky flights booked and then jimmy cooks I was debating. I was debating on whether or not I wanted to put "Flights Booked" in here, but it's definitely one of my favorite. It's one one of the more favorited tracks, but it didn't make the list. I got "Sticky," "Massive," "Overdrive," and "Jimmy Cooks." J- Jimmy Cooks yeah. is is a contender for song of the year, possibly yeah, really song good. of the summer, because I it, it didn't look like we were gonna get a song of the summer type year. It just seemed like everybody would listen to what they wanted to listen to, but Jimmy Cooks is probably a contender for that the second half of the album is definitely better than the first half though but i feel like i say that with every album which uh, i guess i guess artists are catching on to um my real fans are gonna listen to this full album so let me put everything let me put all my good shit where my real fan only my real fans are gonna hear it and not where the the casuals will so right I guess well, you, if you, yeah you just load the first half with the stuff that's gonna go on the streams and then you put the real stuff in the back you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like, because, like I said, with the, how the Apple music thing works, it's like, of course the first three or four songs are always going to be the hits because those are just the first four that people listen to. And if they keep listening past that or not, like the stream numbers are still there. Like, I think, go, like, I, I think the main lesson behind this is listen to the full album and not 
um the ones with the most not the tracks with the most streams because then i mean the, in, the intro is 37 like, seconds yeah it's just 37 seconds i like the word. intro too like the, the i do the, too the, but the, it's... The, the, the the instrumental of it but the if the intro is top 50 on the billboard charts that that says a lot that right. says a lot about how people listen to music right because there's I mean, not and if a it's, low, that's not there's not a vocal on it at right. all if it's a real song it's a real song but this one it's just a it's just 37 seconds yeah it's just an interlude yeah morgan freeman well, isn't even on it i know i also like to couple i like to couple the little like the just like little like sonic things they did for some reason I think the the file is like messed up on my computer because when I listen to it through my computer and the headphones, the like the first half sounds horribly distorted. I, I don't know why the second half's fine. But when I play it off my phone, it doesn't happen. So I, like, but there's little parts where like from the intro into falling back, I really like that abrupt switch over. Mm-hmm. And then I think in the third verse of Sticky, he says, if I get an escort, it's a police one. And then you get like the sirens for like, four seconds and then it's an abrupt cutoff it's like the little little like fun stuff like that and black coffee being a part of this obviously is huge and it's like i know 40 put out a little video of them like all working and this this project just felt a little more like a smaller team was dealing with it yeah it was more insular and not so cob felt really big mm-hmm. like there were a bunch of producers on it a bunch of features like it felt really really big and there's little moments where like something like Yeba's heartbreak off that stands out to me. And it's almost because it wasn't Drake because it's a different world. It's mm-hmm. not this like, like a super, super commercialized, or like Drake cinematic machine. universe. Yeah. Oh no. You know what I mean? Don't no, do but that. like, <laughs> no, I get you. you know like... what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't mean it for real, but like in terms oh, of no. explaining it, it's like you're in this world that he's built over this mm-hmm. time, especially like the last five years. Um, yeah. Production, production was great throughout the whole album i i also yeah just a good album i i, I recommend it 7.5 out of 10 will recommend yeah. will recommend to my friends um but this is episode 309 of the cat podcast that is taylor mcleod that is birthday boy taylor mcleod over there excuse me uh, happy birthday once again to taylor and i am nate sperlin thank you for watching uh, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media. Check out the Old Milk Spins playlist on Spotify and YouTube. And check out all the Old Milk content on oldmilk.co. Um, we will be back when hip-hop tells us to be. Oh, also another thing, Joey Badass, you ain't slick. I think you knew that Drake was going to come out and you were like, all right, let me get the fuck out the way, which is smart, but you only have to say it was a sample clearance is all I'm saying. He had the, he had the perfect tweet too when he was like... Uh... <laughs> He was like, I see y'all saying that I didn't drop because Drake was dropping. Like, all right. And he was like denying it. He's like, but I can't say I'm not happy, though. (laughs) So he's claiming that he's going to drop in the next two weeks. Um, So I guess we'll have to see. I'm excited. I'm excited for to to hear the the I'll I'll see you in 2024. 2020. Is it 2099? No, I think it's just 2000. It's just 2000. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. But that being said, we'll be back when Hip Hop tells us to be. Um, thank you for watching. Bye.